listening to On the Couch with Carly. Carly's Couch is a safe space to talk. I'm a psychologist, but I'm not your pipe-smoking, tweed-wearing stereotype. Hello, and welcome back to On the Couch with Carly. Today, I am doing a little experiment. I want to do a short episode with video and see how that goes. So today, I want to talk about something that I think um, all of us will have had some experience in as mothers and everyone has varying feelings and opinions about, and that is mom's groups. So I recently listened to a podcast on Glennon Doyle's We Can Do Hard Things with the author of the book Wintering, and now I've completely forgotten her name. Um, She's fascinating and she speaks about being autistic. And one of the things she said in the interview, which I thought was so important and it just like struck a chord with me, is she spoke about how she really, really struggled as a new mom and had postpartum depression and anxiety. And that everybody kept on saying to her, just join a mom's group, just go and socialize with more moms. You just need more company. You just need to be out and about and and meeting people. And as someone who struggles socially, that was really misguided advice because for her, um, the constant engagement with her baby and the constant need to be attuned was actually what was the most exhausting for her as a new mom. And what she really needed was time away from all stimuli and to be on her own and to be in her own company and to regulate herself so that she could go back to the very, very urgent needs of her baby. So it got me thinking about the concept of mom's groups and what they mean to us. And I think that with everything and with all sort of, I I guess like, you know, typical, stereotypical, things that we advise new parents to do, you have to take it with a pinch of salt because what works for one person might not work for everyone. And I'm one of those people that, A, I'm an extrovert. So I have always and will always feel energized by being in the world and being social and being around other people. Sometimes a lot of people actually energizes me more than being just one-on-one. So... For my particular personality and my sensory system, being a new mom was particularly difficult because of how lonely it was, because I felt like I was at home in my own space by myself with a baby and that it was lonely and that it was hard to do everything on my own without any feedback, especially in those early months when the baby's very limited in how they engage with you. So for me, making um, contact with other moms and making, you know, getting together in groups or having another mom come visit me and just spending the day with me or going out to a restaurant, those were the things that felt that they really grounded me and helped me survive and kept my sanity intact. I needed to talk. I needed to have connection with others in order to survive those early months. But that might not be the same for everyone. And I've actually heard from a few different moms that I've worked with that um, going to these groups can sometimes feel even more um, 
difficult or um, can bring up even more feelings of dis of dysregulation and shame because um, when what I've what I've heard is that when moms go to these groups sometimes and I can say this too that a lot of the times moms that are in these groups are not a hundred percent honest about um, what they're going through or what their difficulties are they say a lot of things like oh it's just so special being a mom and oh I just love her so much and I'm using this kind of silly voice because there's it's platitudes and um what I would call po toxic positivity where the the narrative is all about this single the single narrative of being so blessed and so lucky and isn't this the greatest love you've ever known and which all of that is true I'm not denying any of it but I think it's a hundred percent true but it's also true that it's super hard super alienating super challenging and that what I think we need to do more than anything when we get together as moms is to speak about that stuff to really get real to talk about the moments that were really challenging and how we felt because that's what makes us feel safe and connected to one another so I I've spoken to a lot of moms who've gone to these groups feeling, well, let's just let's just talk about that. What some of the biggest feelings that moms have in the early stages is feelings of failure. Like, I'm the only one that's struggling. I'm the only one that's finding breastfeeding hard. I'm the only one that's feeling so sleep deprived I want to murder my partner. I'm the only one that's resentful that my partner's getting to go to work and I have to stay at home with the baby. You know. If you're holding on to those feelings and then you go into a context where everyone's saying, oh, isn't it so wonderful being a mummy? It can be, be even more shaming and make us feel even more alienated and alone. So what we really need in that context is to be with other parents, with other people who are saying, oh my gosh, this was so hard and that was so hard and I didn't know what to do in this moment and oh my gosh, I felt so stupid when I made that call and oh, do you know that I didn't know how to do X and someone had to teach me, oh my gosh, or do you know how many times I've been to the clinic to ask about these this and that, I'm so, you know, I, we're so inexperienced and for everyone to sort of share in the communal experience of we don't know what the hell we're doing, we're new to this, it's okay to feel like we're out of our depth it's okay to feel like we're failing half the time that's normal um and if you don't have that experience it can feel yeah it's not not necessarily helpful so i'm just popping on here quickly to take to say a few things about communal experiences and what you should be looking for in these experiences so number one i would say if being with people when you are postpartum with if being surrounded by others doesn't feel nourishing helpful nurturing um doesn't make you feel held doesn't make you feel like you are sharing with people who are safe who are honest then that's not the right context for you to be in okay and there might be other groups that will better serve your needs in that regard. 
So look for groups or contexts or social situations in which you feel you can say the things that are on your mind, the things that you're worried about, the things that you feel embarrassed about. Those groups, those contexts are the ones that are absolute gems. They're the ones to be treasured because in it's the moments of of guilt and anxiety and shame and embarrassment that are the ones that when we share them and we feel instead of getting a oh no it's only you but we actually get a I know my gosh me too that's what liberates us from those from those shackles of shame and anxiety it can't be only you when you tell the mom next door to you, oh my God, I I don't know, I hate breastfeeding. It sucks. It drives me mad. I sometimes fantasize about just giving her bottles. And then and the mom next door to you says, oh my gosh, me too. Breastfeeding is the worst. Or a more nuanced approach, which is like, I know I love breastfeeding, but I also hate it. Like I love the, the connection when she looks up at me and she's got those sweet little eyes but my nipples are so sore and it's been so hard to get used to the whole thing of being up every two hours at night. You know, it's nuanced. And they're reflecting back to you this sort of acceptance of your story. That's what you should be looking for in a, in a social context. What's also very triggering for new moms is like parents, aunties, family members and, 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 community members that are that are that come with unsolicited advice that come to you straight with a you should do this and in my day they did this that can also be incredibly triggering so be careful of who you surround yourself with in terms of like support systems sometimes our support systems tend to be the ones that are the most triggering or difficult or offer us the most challenging advice that doesn't make us feel good that doesn't make us feel supported um so that's also really tricky so to know how to do boundaries with the people that are supposedly supposed to be there for us and supposedly supposed to making this journey easier and end up being the ones that make us feel the worst about ourselves if you are surrounded by anyone that makes you feel worse and not better they're not, they're not your people. They're not the people you need to be listening to. They're the people you need to be tuning out, right? And that goes also to blog posts. That goes to um, Instagram accounts. Notice inside of your body how you feel in response to words of advice given on Instagram posts, blog posts, reading books, There are so many people throwing advice at new parents all the time and you will know if that advice feels shaming or not, like or anxiety provoking or not. Your body will tell you, it will feel uncomfortable to be in your own body in that moment and that's not how it should land. There is lots of advice to give new parents. I'm giving you advice right now, but the advice should land in a way that goes, Ah, okay, that feels like a relief. Like it feels like I'm being held. It feels like I'm being comforted. It feels like I'm being seen and not just told 
what to do and how to do something, but to be seen for where I'm at in the process. Like I might know that you, what you're needing is actually just to give up breastfeeding. That's what you need. You need to give up breastfeeding because it's too stressful. It's raising your anxiety. Um, it's, it's, it's causing stress in your, in your family and you're trying and you're trying and you're trying and your nipples are sore and your boobs aren't producing milk and the baby's hungry and she's screaming all the time and it's difficult and every day you're trying and you're trying and you're trying and you're telling me, I just want to breastfeed. Everyone says breastfed, breastfed babies are better. It's better off for the baby. It's better off for the baby. That's what they want. And I know in the back of my head, I want to say, just give up. It might not be the most useful thing to hear in that moment. I don't know. So what might be useful is to just to say, wow, it seems really stressful for you. You know, not everyone breastfeeds. And I know lots of people who've breastfed and it's been successful. And I've also known lots of people who've breastfed and it hasn't been successful. And you know what? Their babies turn out just fine. It's your choice what you want to do. And you, you can make a choice that works for you as a family that works for you as a parent that's empowering right that's like that's something that I'm not giving you a message that you will fail if you don't breastfeed that breastfeeding is best that there's shame that you need to feel if you don't breastfeed I'm giving you the message that either choice is fine and you're going to make this choice because you're the mom and you're the parent and you can do it, right? You've got it in you to do it. And that's really what I think you should be looking out for. Who are the people that are making you feel like you've got this? And who are the people that are chopping you down at the knees and making you feel less than? And stay away from those people. Just stay away from them. Stay away from those words out in the world. Try to connect to yourself more. And stick to people who help you just be where you are at. Because you'll get there. And you'll get there in the time that you need to get there. And it's all a big process. It all takes time. And the best thing is to be around people who know that you can only be supported by being where you where you are in the process. Good luck out there. Bye. 